Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and Happy New Year. Welcome to the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 162 for January 11th, 2022. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. 11122. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's happening? Yes. And we are very fortunate to have as a sponsor for this show, Jam Zone. Jam Zone is backing tracks, elevated, browse thousands of studio multi tracks, loop over built in sections. Change the volume of each each instrument and much more. You can learn, rehearse, and play live with professional backing tracks produced by by musicians for musicians. Jamzone acts as an instrument and vocal remover with zero audio loss. Whether you want to have fun jamming with your bandmates, rehearse alone at home, showcase your skills online, or entertain a crowd, Jamzone is the must-have app for all dedicated instruments, players, and singers. Go to jamzone.com and download the free app. We're really happy to have them on. And jam on with Jamzone. And now I can't hear you, Duddy, dude. You can't hear me now? Wait a second. Might be me. I think it might be you because I didn't change anything on my end. It is you. I'm having a little futzy thing with my headphone thing. And you Keep can't talking. Hear- yeah, check it out. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, Steve? Yeah, now as long as I don't touch it, I think we're fine. There you go. Don't touch anything, okay? All right, so hello, everybody watching live Hola. right now. Right now, we are broadcasting live in the Cover Band Central Facebook group, yes. on the Cover Band Central Facebook page, and on the Cover Band Central YouTube channel. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. The link is in the description. That's where all our past par- podcasts are and all sorts of other good content videos and stuff. That's a lot and of places to find us, Steve. That's a lot cool. of places. And if you're in the group, make sure you let StreamYard show your name. Just click that link in the description like this person did not. And said, hey, guys. 
What's up, Facebook user? Facebook user is on board. Yeah. But definitely come in and say hello. Tell us where you're from. We always love to know where in the world that we're reaching you guys live. Uh, like Ivan says, hello. And couldn't tell you where he's from. but he Hello. 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 Oh, see, Chonk. It's Chonk. Facebook user. It's Chonk. Chonk. How do we know it's Chonk, though? How do we know it's not an imposter? We don't. Just we saying that he's Chonk. We can't see his face. He he should know better. You should ask him a question only Chonk would know. To click yeah, on the link for StreamYard in the in the uh, description there. Patrick's in Ontario, Canada. What's up, Pat? Thanks for coming on board. What's With happening? the Wisdom Hour. This is uh, something that we do weekly normally, but we had a couple weeks off uh, for the holidays, and uh, I had a gig last week. So yeah. We play. So we'll talk about that. We're going to catch up. Tony and I will catch up on our stuff, and then we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. And I'm going to show you Jamzone, the the app, and what it looks like, and how freaking cool it is, and easy it is to use. I yeah, love it. It's, it sounds super killer. I'm excited. Yes, Jeff is in uh, Summerlin, Lexington, Kentucky. Summerlin Revival. Oh, so that must be his his band name. Yes, I would think Summerlin, so. Summerlin Summerfield Revival from Lexington, Kentucky. I can read. Unless good. his name is Summerfield, last name Revival. I don't know. But Lana's, in, Lana's way up in Maine, where I'm sure it's very cold right now. Yeah, beautiful, though. My grandparents were from Maine. Oh, uh, yeah. I've never been. Yeah. That's I've one been. of the states I've never nice. been to. It's nice. Yeah. It's far. It's far drive. There's four U.S. states that I've not been to. Maine, West Virginia, Alaska, and Hawaii. Wow. Yeah. So I, I have to do that. Chonk said, he's, he said, I'm embarrassed. Sorry. <laughs> You're forgiven. Chonk. There he is. Now he's back in the loop. I saw Chonk oh. recently, too. I'll tell you about that, too. And Jeff said, we, we're a freaking awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, so Jeff. are Happy you. New Year. Happy New Year, brother. You're definitely freaking awesome. Tom's in England. Tom Steele. Hello, Tom Steele. Steel. Yes. But Lana said it, it's cold, but she said it's beautifully cold. Over there, beautifully up there in, cold up there in Maine, which is a, a great way to look at it. And somehow I just lost Tony, so I'm sure he'll be back. But Van uh, Graham Bundle is from the Philippines, all the way on the other side of the world. Thanks for joining right, us again. There we go. Thanks. Yeah, I got your back. Yeah, I know. Chris is in Australia, they're way on the other side of the world as well. Thank it's you guys, great. all one and all, for joining us. Um, we're really happy to be back. We love doing this every week. And uh, so Tony wanted to do a whole New Year's resolutions thing. And well, related I, I to music, related to music. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like, I got your text when I first woke up. I looked at that and I'm like, it was yesterday, was it? Yeah, you yeah, said that? Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, it's January 10th. That's a little late. To talk about resolutions you're, you're well, over not, a week not really though steve because we can check in and see who's actually keeping up with what they intended on doing we're 10 true. days we're 10 days in this, that's true this, you know deciding factor right here that's true we are 10 days in so um it's still yeah you're still on the cusp i think but the other thing is i never make new year's resolutions it's never something i've done and it's never something i will do um, I just think it's futile, you know, it's because unless you're really, really dedicated, really diligent, really disciplined, 
those three D words, dedicated, mm -hmm. diligent, and discipline. Yeah. Um, D3. You're not, you're, most people don't make it through the entire year, whatever their resolution is, unless it's a resolution to accomplish a thing and it, it doesn't take the entire year to do it. So you'll say like in 2022, I'm going to start making this much money at gigs. And then once you get to that goal, then okay, then there you go. Resolution completed. Well, I'm talking about more manageable things, like things that you have control over, right? Because anything that we want to do to get better, which is what Wisdom Hour was about, right? Initially, the impetus of wisdom was to, you know, things that make us better, things that add right. value to our life, right? Things that we can accomplish. So let's say, for example, you're not thrilled with the level that you're playing at and you want to get better. What if I'm never thrilled at the level I'm playing at? Then you're not practicing enough. What if I am practicing enough? <laughs> and you're not practicing the right things. I'm just teasing because I, I know. I, the best players that I know are always striving to get better no matter how, no matter how good they are. So Correct. So like anything else, if you want to get in shape or you have a certain goal to look a certain way for the beach, which a lot of people have resolutions in the new year, right? They pig out during Christmas time. Then January 1st comes and you're like, I'm going on a diet or I'm joining the gym or I'm going to work out and I'm going to get this and that. And, you know, so the goal may be a certain thing. So if you have a goal to, to that you want to look a certain way on the beach in, you know, five months from now, right? Like by Memorial Day weekend, if you want to be like in the best shape of your life, you got to make a pretty heavy commitment, right? Because the only way you're sure. going to see that result is if you do something every day towards that goal. But sure. if you look at it as a chore and a burden and something that you really don't feel like doing, you probably won't do it, you know? But if you enjoy the journey and you can somehow get yourself to envision the end product of what you're going to look like on the beach in five months, then every time you're working out and you're committed to your routine, you know, let's face it, right? Getting started is always the hardest part, but once you're 10 days in by now, if you've kept up what you want to do, you're in a routine, you're in a rhythm, right? So it's easy to keep the momentum going and, Agreed. you know, just enjoy the journey for whatever it is that you did choose to do and know that when you get to that point, let's say example again for the beach, maybe you didn't, get a hundred percent to where you want it to be, or maybe you do, right? Depending on your level of commitment. Mm -hmm. But if you stay committed to it, I can guarantee in five months from now, you're going to be in better shape than you are today. And you're going to look better on the beach in five months from now than you would look today if you're really committed to it. So that's true. As yeah. a musician, you know, and it, again, individually, not speaking for bands at the moment, but if I want to get better, if I'm not particularly thrilled with the level that I'm playing at, and I want to get into a practice routine. That's something that I think is an easy thing to say, hey, I'm going to pick up my instrument for 15 minutes a day at some point during the day. Or, you know, it, it works better if you have a committed time. Like if you, every morning I'm going to wake up and play for 15 minutes, then go in the shower, then go to work, whatever your routine might be. Right. I, I can guarantee you that if you commit to that 15 minutes a day in a month from now, you're going to notice a difference. And you're going to see results for sure. Yeah. And in three months from now, you're going to notice a big difference, right? In yeah. shops, stamina, and you know, it can apply to a lot of different things, right? Maybe you want to expand your musical horizon and you don't listen ever to country or classical. Maybe you indulge yourself in listening to genres of music that you wouldn't normally listen to and see if something inspires you from that, you know? Yeah. You have to really want it. You have to have some passion for learning Correct. and, and, uh, and and like you said, definitely seeing that end result and really kind of, kind of starting, having a goal and really starting from the end, knowing knowing where you want to end up, because that will inform all the steps you need to take to get to that goal. But my question to you is, how do I get a beach body in two weeks? Because I'm going on vacation 
and I'll be in Florida th three weeks, I think, two or three weeks. So, um, I mean, I listen, if, if you started eating really clean right now and you got into a serious exercise routine where you were working out every day, I would say yeah. if you worked out for seven days a week in three weeks, you would see some kind of result. You would I definitely drop, right, yeah. you would definitely drop probably at least five to seven pounds, I would think. All right. You know, I of, might of Christmas week. I might commit to something like that. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> I might <laughs> commit to kind of doing I, that. I might. We'll see. Well, but, that's the thing, man. You got to have a real distinct plan. And you got to remember, like, if the only way that you're going to get, if you can commit and have discipline to do 15 minutes of practice a day or 15 minutes of exercise a day, just imagine how that will pour into other areas of your life to help of you course. become more disciplined and become a better version of you you know it does definitely inspire you all around um kevin's in kingston ontario canada Ooh. said it's sunny but minus 25 degrees yeah it was no, nine here this morning no thank you um and uh ready for ultimate jam night eddie is yeah eddie sure is chonk was talking about the ten thousand hours tony and i have talked about that a lot um yeah, yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's something that I think I've surpassed for sure, as far as playing is concerned. It is, but I don't uh, think 10,000 10, is, is, you know, it, it, oh, yeah, go headed to Hawaii on. Lauren <laughs> Dominica said, uh -huh. with you on Beachbody headed to Hawaii on 210. Laura, I'll meet you there. <laughs> just just tell me yeah. where to meet you and I'll have. I Look for that little buff guy with the. The beach that's a, that's some incentive right there. Lauren's going to Hawaii because I've never been to Hawaii, and that's some. And right, it's one of the four states. You just said, yeah, one of the four states, and that's some place that I absolutely must go sometime in my life. And if I can go, uh, you know, with Lauren on February tenth, then I'm going to be there. All right. And what about your vacation, Lauren? You let me know, huh? What about your vacation, though? My vacation is the end of January, and I'm flying up to Jersey for a couple of days. Yep. So I'll uh, I'll probably see you up there, and then uh, driving to Hutchins, Hutchinson Island, Florida, which is uh, East Coast, Southern, kind of mid Florida, and uh, uh, spending a week there. My my buddy rented a condo, and he didn't want to drive down by himself. So I said, I'll fly up to Jersey, spend a couple of days, and then we'll drive down together. Road trips are fun with friends, you know. Yeah, for sure. And we'll be going from January in New Jersey. Which is going to be cold, wintry, perhaps snowy. January even, in Florida to January in Florida in yeah. in a twenty hour drive. That'd be nice. Yes. So Marianne said Happy New Year, and she Year. did answer the New Year's resolution question. So let's take a look at that and see uh, see because there aren't many answers, so this is not going to take long. That's okay because a lot of people aren't that motivated. You know, like you well, said, no, some people don't I believe think... in, in, in resolutions and some people don't care to share them or some people have already failed at them, you know, which doesn't mean it's over. Right. You can still get back, you know, keep going. All right. Wait a second. So this even just sweetened the deal. Lauren said, absolutely. It's a girl's trip. And thank you for saying Dominica right <laughs> too. So there you go. So now you have even that more just sweetened that deal because that's a girl's trip. That you know, you, you better listen. We're gonna have to cut the podcast short because you got to get on working. I out got plans. Right I gotta away. go do. I gotta, gotta go do a thousand sit ups. That's and, it. That's it. You got to get on it, man. Um, but that's what I mean. So it's like golly. It's, it's funny, right? Because time is gonna go by. 
right? Regardless right. of what you do. So, you know, you can either, the, the dream is the journey, right? If you dream of having something, you must enjoy the journey to get there to achieve it. But like you said, how do I get a beach body in three weeks? You know, this long, short, simple I'm doing that whatever is, it takes. You know, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, but like it's, you know, you, you, you can't get in the shape that you want to be in. Like if you worked out for a year, you know, as opposed to a couple of weeks, that's all I'm saying is like, once yeah, you agree. start a routine of something, you know, whether it be exercise, like you said, chop building exercise, you know, <laughs> chunk, chunk, chunk said he's going to, to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. If you don't mind, Lauren, my buddy Chuck's going to be there too. But any little expon, you know, little bit of effort that you can make on a daily basis exponentially adds up quick. You know, Absolutely. month after month, day, you know, day after day, year after year. Absolutely. Yes. So let's see what people said here. Let's see what uh, some people. Chuck was the first one to respond, and he said, "Record an album." And he's plenty motivated. Just need this COVID to lighten up. Yeah, COVID's out of control right now. Yeah, Again. I know. Yeah. Uh, Christina, our buddy in the CBC group, who is yeah. the, the most active member of Caravan Central, she said, put on more full set remote shows, maybe actually play in the same room together for the first time. Nice. And I, I responded to her that I think remote shows are going to even pick up um, yeah, yeah, even more just because we've talked about it many times, but the, the quality of live streams, the technology advancing yep. and, and the demand for it. Um, it's all going to uh, add up to that. Uh, Mark McClemens said, I did it last year. He played live, live more than ever, 40 gigs. So congratulations on that, Mark. Nice. He, he did make a resolution. Then Marianne said, more gigs. She said, I, I need to learn the knack of booking gigs successfully. I want to be on the end of the phone when they call us, not be calling them all the time. Mm. And that's a, that's a thing that we could talk about at some point too, Marianne. We can, uh, we can cover that. And in fact, uh, I might put something together to help people do that as well to, to book gigs. Cause it's uh you know, it's not something that everybody's natural at. You have to kind of sell yourself. Yeah, you definitely do. But I've also found Steve that like with the new band I'm playing with, with me and Jimmy with the OC five, they have a stable of clubs that they play. So now it's to the point where already, you know, as of today, we've got um, 20 gigs on the books already for next year. Nice. Very good. You know? And it's basically yeah, once, like every six weeks at every place that they play. And, yeah, then, and then leaving a buffer for summertime when festivals come and town concerts come because they haven't been announced yet, you know? So right. we don't want to have the schedule just chock, chock full. But I anticipate we'll probably have about, you know, 25 or 30 gigs by the by the end of this year, which is plenty, you know, twice a month, you know, three times every a couple of months, you know, to mix it up is, is more than enough. For right. For, do, for you know? guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Marianne said it would be great. And uh, James also said help in booking gigs. So that that's, yeah. we'll pick that topic for another week where we can really dig deep into it. Um, but uh, a, that's a whole hour worth of topic right there. Yeah. I, I mean, cause really it is once you establish a relationship with a club or uh, a booking agent or some sort of managers or promoters, what, uh, and, and, you know, get a, do a good job, then that's it. And we, we have talked about this before too. While you're there, oh, yeah. you get them to open the book and say, okay, what dates do you, can we do and, and all that. So, but yeah, we can do, we'll, we'll dive deep into that sometime really soon. Sure. Um, but so I played uh, last week on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's why we didn't do podcasts on Tuesday. And yeah. um, I, I played it in this uh, uh, casino. It was a three night gig in a, a place called Tunica, Mississippi, which is about a six hour drive from here, from New Orleans. 
and uh it's a good ride good ride but i carpooled with glenn my guitar player yeah and this is a band i haven't played with in about five years they they do mostly weddings and corporate events and casinos um and their their current bass player has a day job so he couldn't leave town for three days right um yeah so they had asked me to do it which was really nice because i hadn't played with them like i said in about five years and they're really you know top-notch players um uh, a great versatile song selection and i had to do i had to learn a lot of songs um for that so i really shedded for for a while i had to go over like like 20 20 to 30 songs wow um not all of which we did not play by the way but but at least you were prepared if you needed. I was prepared. Yeah. But it's still, it is very stressful for me. Every time I go and play with a, a band, it, whether it's a new band or if I have to learn a lot of material and we don't get to rehearse and I just have to go play the gig. Yeah. It's always very stressful for me. And, and it shouldn't be because I over prepare. I learned this as soon as I got the songs, I made a, a physical list, put it, pinned it on my wall and made another copy on my desk where i could check off songs as i learned them made a playlist on amazon of all the songs so i could just listen to them in the car whatever yeah yeah yeah. and get them in my head and that's my routine and it works it works very well um and and but because i over prepare because i i i work so hard at it that's why i'm nervous like because i'm thinking about it a lot and i'm like all right, how's that song start? How's that song start? Because like, there's no set list with these guys. They just call out songs, you know, bam, bam. You know, like you've got to be like. You got to be ready. Yeah. And this gig was more casual where, because there wasn't really a crowd. It was, you know, we were playing to people uh, playing slot machines. Um, yeah. You're basically like background music for the casino. Yeah. But I still want to treat it as if it is, uh, you know, uh a gig where I need to be right on top uh, on my game. Yeah, so you, don't want, I, you, don't, you don't want some little old lady like, She's like, <laughs> oh man, that bass guy really got to get it together. You, you hear that flub? Right, He's right. Song. Yeah, and I'm gonna cash out and get out of here. Unbelievable. Uh, but be, because yeah, I said Chunk too. Uh, yes, Chunk was there too. So I, I was gonna get to that Chunk. He's jumping, Chunk. A, jumping ahead of me. Um, but you know, it turned out fine. I, I I was able to remember all the material, and uh, and it it was fun. It was very casual, laid back. But it was really cool to play with those guys. They're very good musicians, all of them, and singers and everything. And uh, doing the three nights was great. Um, the, the funniest part of this was I had a little amp. It was a backline, so I didn't have to bring an amp. I just had to bring my bass, and it was a little amp, like a twelve-inch speaker, maybe um, Eden. You know, just one piece, solid state. Okay. And plenty loud. You know, it and the tone wasn't very good. So I'm not, I'm not a big fan of those amps for for that kind of music, anyway. For any kind of music. no, but I'm I not think a fan the, of those. I, I think the larger Eden amps are pretty kick ass, though. Probably kick ass. This is yeah. a, a small one. Yeah. So as I'm playing, you know, I'm facing out and it's behind me, and then I start to feel it on my foot. I'm like, I look, turn around, I kind of kick it back, and blah blah blah. And then play the next song. And again, same thing. And so what was happening? <laughs> it was vibrating. As I'm playing, the vibration of the stage, it was just inching it up. 
it was inching it up like like as i was playing and we tried so many different things to keep it from moving and it, it, nothing was working. It was, we put things in front of it, and then the sound guy on break, he put some tape, taped it. And as soon as I started playing, ripped the tape. And and it, it doesn't, like, fall or anything. It just kind of inches up. And then it inches in different directions. So it's almost like it's walking around the stage, like this little amp. Like, right, right, right. Go for a walk. Finally, we figured out that we had rolled up cables. I was going to say and, you tethered it, right? You tied it to something? No, no, that would have been clever but we didn't do that we we tucked some rolled up cables underneath it so right. the rubber kind of yeah, yeah that's a smart move too because that's the old drummer's trick like when you're playing a gig and you're on someone else's kit or a house kit and there's no rug and as you're playing the bass drum's walking away from you you know because it's sliding and you're constantly trying to pull it back or the hi-hat and you got to get a shoelace usually and just tie it from your stool that would have been smart from yeah. the kick drum pedal so it can't walk on i don't know why our drummer didn't think of that but um well, now, now you know. know. Now you now, know. Now I know. I'll put it in the arsenal. But still, very MacGyver, very inventive, very cre- cre- creative uh, solution you guys came up with the cable. So that was good thinking. Yes, Rubber insulator and good. traction. Good. And that worked. So and that now, was good overall. You played the same set all three nights? No. No, no, no. I, I was, uh, many of the same songs, but not the same set by any means. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So Chalk lives in Memphis now, which is only 30 minutes away from uh from where we were in tunica so he came on tuesday night and hung out oh, for a wow, while yeah. and cool. and he actually went facebook live some of it so if anybody wants to see any of this performance you can go to my profile on facebook i shared it and it's there for anybody to watch so you can uh, check out that band the band's called no idea and the recording's really good chunk did a good job at zooming and kind of panning and holding it steady um so uh, and it's also on his timeline too, because he did it live. Um, back to vacationing, Donna said we sh- I should try to vacation in my part of the world, of uh, the woods, British Columbia, the Okanagan, Okanagan. Is that right? In particular, yeah. it's a pretty special place, even if I do say so myself. That's cool. I've never been up to British Columbia. That's uh, yeah. Um, Chris has played the staff only. We've done that in casinos too. <laughs> or in just clubs we've done that i've done that i've played i don't know if i ever played to staff only but i know i definitely played to like the two people i brought with me karen was probably one of them right <laughs> you know right back in the day it's been a long time though since i was playing to the staff i did too yeah that's a great comment i wish i had a miss i i wish i had my own rig because the tone itself wasn't as good as i like it to be but Anyway, it was it was a very good gig. It was, you know, three one hour sets started at seven, seven to eleven. Perfect time. Not too oh, that's not good. too late, starting and, and ending pretty early. Yeah. Um and uh um I'm doing it again at the end of February, uh Mardi Gras week. Um, mm. so will this be a semi regular gig for you guys now? Chuck said uh you, we had a couple songs that drew people away from the slots. Sweet Home Alabama was one. Yeah, we played figure. you played Sweet Home Alabama anywhere, and people are like, "Huh? Oh yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's re- it's going to be regular for me as far as I know, once a month. But I've only been given the next uh, the next round, which is the end of February. So I don't know. I don't know gotcha. if they have anything else booked either. 
Um, but yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, there's just casinos there. Right, right, right. There's nothing else to do at all. But so. the crowd in the casino was it kind of fairly packed? No, no? no. it was no. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> right after New Year's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. January third, fourth, and fifth. First days back to work. People trying to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. Well, yeah, had a few people. It was great that Chunk came. That's all that mattered to me. Yeah, that's big. Well, a half an hour from his house, I mean, you don't play ever that close to him, so. Right. And he and my my guitar player, Glenn, sat and talked shop for a while. Glenn was very excited about it. That's he, Glenn from the swamp that I jammed with, right? That is tr correct, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, good dude. That's a, uh, what is your favorite song to perform, Abby asked. Uh, I don't have a favorite. It changes all the time. How about you, Tony? Got one? Mine changes all the time, but as of late, I'm super excited, and we haven't played it yet, but we're learning Dream Police by Cheap Trick. Cool song. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Cool song. Um, but current set list, yeah, there's a, there's there's so many. It all depends, like you said, on the night and what set we're doing. But you know what song I've really liked lately, and it's funny, I don't know if it's because of the uh, Get Back uh, documentary that we just finished right. watching, but Paul McCartney and Wings, Junior's Farm. Okay. If you're familiar with the song, it's kind of a obscure song, but people that know it love it. And it's just, it, it just, it just chugs along and it's just like a real easy, fun, good song, you know, and I just enjoy playing it. It's like a fun, it's nothing crazy drum wise, you know, but it just has a good groove to it and people always get up and dance and it's just a fun song to play. So that's one, okay. one of the ones I, I kind of have fun with right now. Okay. Chris had to leave. Thanks for hanging out. He's a great show. Yeah. See you, Chris. Um, uh, and Abby, who asked that question, said hers is dead or his. Hers is dead or alive. Yeah. By Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi sure. Is that a he or she, Abby? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a she. Uh, you would think so. Um, Park Brothers. Thanks, Park Brothers. Awesome. Um, I played a, a, one of the ones that was fun for me for that three nights was Dancing in the Moonlight. And I, because I'd never played that before. It's a wow. fun little song. I've heard it a million times. Yeah. The bass line's pretty easy. It's pretty much the same bass line through the whole song, except for the beginning. And the, but the beginning is a little tricky. But I, so I learned that. And that was fun to kind of groove on that song. So that, that was one that I enjoyed. Nice. Over that uh, week. Um, and you'll see the ones that Chalk recorded are um, Sign Sealed Delivered by Stevie Wonder and, and uh, Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. So uh, those are cool. All right. So, so let's talk backing tracks. And we're going to. Yeah, let, let's talk about these backing we're gonna, tracks. Steve. We're going to include our sponsor here, Jam Zone. Um, this is a hot button talk, topic for people along with cargo shorts and music stands and iPads Sandals. And, and, and the, the big hot topics uh, in the CBC group. Yeah. Um, backing tracks is one. Um, I think it really has this, it gets a bad rap. There's some taboo around it for some reason. And there really shouldn't be because uh, musicians, artists have been using backing tracks for decades. It's not anything new and it's not something that 99% of the crowd is aware of or cares about 
when Correct. they're going to see a live performance. Right. Um, they might notice like, oh, there's keyboards and I don't see a keyboard player. They mm. might notice that, but that's not going to detract from their enjoyment of the song, the show, the performance, all that. Um, so there's no reason there should be a taboo, but there is. Some people think it's not authentic if you're if you're using rec recordings. And I think it gets the stigma from when there were artists that were lip syncing to a backing track. I think that's where people are really like, and like, especially on when people got caught for it, like the Millie Vanilli thing. Oh yeah, no, for sure. But that was like outright, that wasn't using a backing track as enhancement. That was, you know, you're lip syncing the entire song, every song. Right. Right. So that's a little bit different. And that could be viewed as fraudulent. But I think if you're playing in a, a band and you need a keyboard part or you have some other, you know, let's say you need a percussion part, Kungas and, you know, like let's say you're doing Black Magic Woman and they make a backing track for that. Right. Like, why right. wouldn't you want to play with that? Because unless you have a full percussion section, the one drummer can't cover all those parts. You know, there's just too much stuff going on. Plus drum set. You know, right. you can't play 16th on the hi-hat and have an eighth no cowbell going at the same time. You know what I mean? I mean you, <laughs> you can't. Can, you, well, you can, but it's not going to sound the same as if a, someone else was playing it and not interrupting your flow of playing. Right. I, so, you know, and, and let's face it, you need a certain amount of talent to be able to play to a backing track, you know, accurately you and authentically. So it's not something that, you know, you got to respect the people that are, that do do it because, you know, we used to do it for years when our keyboard player quit and we had, you know, 50 gigs that we had to do and you know we couldn't find a guy so we sequenced all the keyboard parts we used to play them to, i could only hear the click you know only me and i would just start the songs and we would play along and it would just be a keyboard you know track with the band but it, right. it sounded authentic because the band couldn't hear the click all they heard was you know the keyboard part that was in the mix with it you know and it was a progressive heavy hard band too so you know it wasn't like a pad of strings here and there you know it was runs and some intricate things where the keyboard was following the guitar and drums on fills and it was you know it was intricate stuff and we made it work and it was authentic sure. you know every time we did it and that, some people actually you know commented on how much they were how impressed they were that we were able to, to pull that off and you know how'd you get the keyboard sound without a keyboard player right so like uh chong said the argument is that it's karaoke and he said for what it's worth i don't agree yeah. And of course, I don't agree either. Uh, it's karaoke is a singer singing to an entire backing track. That's karaoke. So if if you have people on stage that are playing their instruments live and you have an, a, an additional one or two instruments, then it's not karaoke. So if I, I mean, showed up a, to the, if I showed up to the gig with my drum set and backing tracks, just me, and I sang every song and played along with it, would that be considered... If you were playing karaoke. drums and singing, yes, yes, I'm calling you karaoke for that because okay. you're not because you're only the the only person on stage. Correct, but I'm playing an instrument and singing. I'm not just singing to a backing right. track. It's a fine line. All right, you know, I'm just I'm just messing with you. I would come see you, and yeah. I would <laughs> I would support other people coming to see you too. Tony B band that. featuring Tony B. <laughs> right, come on out, check it out. You have a great time. Um, <laughs> But I've, I've done it too. I've, I've had the experience of um, using backing tracks in a band here in, in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. And the reason was because we did not have a keyboard player at the time. So it was sort of a temporary thing, but we did it, you know, for a good amount of time. And we, we had, I think there were some vocals on there too, but it was... Um, 
just really the keyboard parts on, on that we used as a backing track. And like you were saying, you do need some skill because the drummer needs to be able to follow a click. <laughs> you know, you need to have a drummer that can play in time to a click. Right. Um, and and there's some ways, you know, there's some uh, uh, skills you need to know how to set it up and know how it's going to play. And when we were doing it, I was running it, and it, I was running it on an iPod, just a little iPod. It was sitting on a stool, and it went to the mixer and one, you know, ear of the drummer with the click and the other ear with the sequence. And you have to figure out how to not have the click coming out of the PA. Yeah, and just out of the music, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be Because we did that, where we, we turn it on, it's just like, donk, donk, donk. I'm like, no, we don't want that. Yeah, and there's nothing worse too if you're playing to a backing track and the, the drummer gets off, and it starts to become a disaster. Oh my god! Wreck. You have to quickly, quickly be able to go and stop it somehow. You know, that's definitely happened. But, but it was really challenging for me to play basing and have to do this and do it like, like time it right. So, because we we would like to go song, 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 song. You know, that's how we played. So I had to time it like almost like blindly time it because the the drummer would get a four click intro before the start right then he's kicking off the song well he would get just a four click to the to the click of the song so he would get a four count no matter what and then if the song came in on one two like three four or whatever then it would be just like six clicks but so i had to i without being able to hear it i had to press play and make and hope that it, my timing was right and whatever. So it was challenging. So, um, and to your point too, what if the whole band starts something together, right? So the drummer gets the count in one, two, three, four, but if no one else can hear it, he's got to give you stick clicks or he's got to cue you guys into somehow like I'm st- here's one. Right. Which is why he would get the first four. Right. So that he could, you know, one, two, three, and then he knew where to sure. click in the sticks. That's exactly why we do that. And Chuck asks, what about singers that use background vocal harmonizers? Is that cheating too? Mm. Um, I don't think so. I, I think anything that adds, it, it's like saying a guitar player is cheating for using a chorus pedal. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, like you said, within reason too. Like if it's just, again, if it's one person in the band that sings and all of a sudden you're doing Bohemian Rhapsody and you have all the vocals there, that might be a little suspect and a little cheesy. But if you're playing something and you need, like you said, an extra fifth or another harmony in there or you need a higher harmony than, you know, what one guy can sing or a girl could sing, definitely the harmonizer is the way to go because you click that button in, right? And all of a sudden you're you're locked on and you have that extra harmony that you need. And when you're, when you're done with it, you just click it off. Yes. Um, so, uh, so because I, 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 when I was doing it, I was doing it on an iPad. It was, you know, it was, uh, it was a pain and it like, cause a really small screen and like, just, um, you know, hard to manage. Cause I didn't, that was before like anybody had cell phones at their gigs and you had those little clips that you could put on your mic stand. Um, but now, you know, that's kind of sort of commonplace, which is another hot button topic but now we have the uh, this amazing app that i'm going to show you yeah and it's so much easier now steve like you said when we used to do it it was like a sequencer running into a drum machine running into my headphone mix so i could control what kind of sound i had for the click like if i wanted a cowbell or a rim shot you know what i mean and it was uh there was a lot of moving parts to it now like you said you can download the app and you're ready to go 
Yeah, so let me show you this to this to you and the crowd. It's called Jam Zone. This is uh, I didn't go to the home. Once you get in there, you sign up for a free profile. You download it, and it's you download it for free, and it has all these free songs up here, and there's more. You click on that, and it's just kind of standard tunes that you can you can do it to check it out to see how the whole thing works. Sure. Um, but then you know it's got all your popular songs. It's got over thirty thousand songs in here wow and and then new ones coming in all the time and so you set up your thing you could search here for songs but i'm going to show you what it looks like and unfortunately with Streamyard here i can't play it so uh you can hear it um but i can i'll show you uh everything here so can you see everything right now because i can yeah yeah for sure yeah all right cool so this is kind of the the play screen and the way i would use it for myself anyway, is for practicing. And I love this for practicing because uh, you can, you know, pick a song and then mute or solo instruments down here. Let me kind of zoom in here so you can see that. So you wait, can, so you can, you can go into the song and like, if I want to play along, I can take the drums out. And right. if, and if I want to sing at the same time, I could take the vocal out only. And yeah. Everything else stays intact. Or, yeah, or you can take a couple different instruments out. You can mix and match, and you yeah. can change also the volume. But I'll hit play here, and it does a little countdown. And I know you can't really hear this, but it's got the chords of the song. And this is just like a blues jam, so there's no lyrics. But if there were words in the song, that would be flashing here. And then, yeah, you just go down, down here, and, like, you want to just solo the bass. You would just... Like this works great for song, like trick figuring out parts. Well, that's what I'm or, thinking too, right? Or if, then if you, you can if mute it. Figure out a vocal part. You can isolate the instruments and just have the vocals going, and you can right. kind of pick out. Like, there's a couple of apps out there that don't do it quite that well. There's one called like Moises, where you download yeah. the song and then it, it takes the stuff out, but it gets a little glitchy. Like when you listen back to it, you know, if there's a slide guitar part, oh, it might, yeah. It, it, It'll catch it as a vocal and it'll it'll sneak it into your track. And, you know, like when I was playing along, if you want to do like YouTube video, you know, usually you play along to the track with the drums in it and you just make your drums louder. You know what I mean? Right. So you can hear it. But if you could do something like this and remove the drums from it and you still have a click, then you could play clean and you don't have right. to play exactly the part that's on the, the recording, you know? Right. And a really super cool thing here, too, is you can change the pitch without changing the speed. And yeah. then you can change the speed without changing the pitch. You know, it's me and my son were just talking about this. So if you, yeah. So if there's a part, like say a guitar solo, that's, that's hard. That's like, we got a lot of notes and it's hard to hear. Yeah. You could slow down the song, like way slow, right. but it's still not going to change the pitch. Right. So you'll be able to figure out. So you'll be able to figure out what the notes are. And uh, uh, I mean, that's just a couple things. I'm barely scratching the surface of this thing, mm -hmm. but you can use it as, you know, for your live, uh, your live performances um, and, and, you know, take the instruments you want or the vocals that you want and, you know, mess with the levels of it and really get a good mix of it. And, and this there's, and you have it on your iPad. There's no better way to do this. The, like this app is killer. And uh, again, it's, it's, it's killer. And I, we, you know, you got to yeah. send me the link so I can check it out. Again, yeah. It's jamzone.com. Um, go check them out. Tell them cover band central sent you. 
uh, too. And uh, it's a, a free download. You just you got nothing to lose. Just go and free and try some of those free tracks there and play along with it, and uh, you'll see how cool it is. Yeah, because um, like you said, the I other, love it. Some of the other apps that are out there are they're okay, but they're, they're they don't really you really can't separate stuff, you know? Right. Um, so that's I absolutely. Huge. Yeah, and yeah, that's the the tough part, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool for practicing. Um, I, I love it for practicing. I love it for practicing because it makes my job so much. When I have to learn like 20, like I said, 20, 30 songs for a gig, it's so much easier to be able to have a, an app like that where I can, if a bass part's hard for me to hear, can I can isolate just, it. Yeah. I can just isolate it. Okay. Now I, I can slow it down. That's great. You know, perfect. It's, I mean, dude, back in the old days, how did we learn songs? Yeah. No, <laughs> How did we learn songs yeah. back in the you old days? Li you keep listening to them, listening to them. You know, you would, because even YouTube, if you go in and you want to listen to something and you slow it down, it slows everything down. The pitch, you know, the vocal gets to pitch, everything gets funky, you know, because you're slowing it down. So that's, that's a cool feature that you can actually slow it down without messing with the pitch. Yeah. We used to have to, for your kids out there, we used to have to. Listen to the radio, listen to the radio and wait for the song that we wanted to hear or needed to learn to come on the radio yeah. and, and sit there with a little tape recorder. Yep. And, and when it came on, we would record it yep. on a tape recorder. And yep. then we would have to learn it from a, a tape recorder that recorded a late a radio. Right. A tape of an audio radio broadcast, <laughs> not even so the degradation of the quality. Just imagine that. Right. And then just crazy. So it's how no, far technologies come. Yeah. It's no wonder some people play some stuff stuff wrong <laughs> when you go see Yeah, now, now there's no excuse, right? I mean <laughs> now there's no excuse. You get jam zone. Yeah. But go download, go download jam zone, dude. Get it together. Yeah. Um it's funny though that, that we were able to because we didn't know any better. We didn't know any different. That was it. That's what we had to work with. So that's what we did. Well, there was no internet, there was no other medium or way to do it. Yeah. You know, there was no CDs yet. It was cassette. That was it. Or or LPs. I mean, I learned songs from yeah. listening oh, to oh, LPs. Vinyl, for sure, yeah. And vinyl, you know, you could do the trick, too, where you could, you know, we used to play it, and then you would just put your finger on the, it wasn't good for the record player, you know, but slow the record down manually, you know, through the parts <laughs> you wanted to hear, and then you could kind of decipher what was going on, you know? Or you could put it on a slower speed, maybe. What was the slower yeah, speed? Well, no, it was 33 and 45 and 78, right? And 78. So, so if you had a full size LP, 33 was as low as you can go. But there I was can remember lower than 33. No, but I can remember turning the turntable by hand, like putting the needle down, you know what I mean? Like, and then having it like we had an old turntable, it was like a BSR or something. And it was one of those things where now the turntables are when you pick the needle up and you move it over, the record starts spinning immediately, you know, but it used <laughs> to be, you had to turn it on and then there was another button to make it spin, you know, and we used right, to turn right. it on and put the needle on and it was live. And then you could spin the record by hand. Did you ha ever have like records that skipped and you would have to put like a couple coins on top of the stylus? Yes. Yes. To hold the, <laughs> the needle down. Yes. Correct. So it wouldn't, so the record wouldn't skip. Yeah. You know what that I learned a cool trick. trick though when we got into vinyls was um if you have a crackly vinyl and you clean it and it still doesn't sound good, you take wood glue, like tight bond wood glue, and you uh -huh. coat you coat the entire surface of the vinyl with the wood glue. And then you let it sit overnight and it dries clear. Like when it goes on, it's it's a milky, like a opaque color. Right. And then it dries clear. And then you peel it off of the vinyl. 
and it gets everything out of the grooves. It takes the static off it. Then you wipe it down again. You put it on. It's like 80% better than it was before uh, you did what's, that. What's that called? It's tight bond glue. It's wood glue. Oh, it's just glue. Okay. Yeah, and you would think like, you know, I saw a guy do it on YouTube, and I'm like, who's going to dump like wood glue? And the guy's like, I'm dumping wood glue all over my classic Beatles album just to show you how confident I am that it's not going to ruin anything. And then he, wow. you know, and then he peeled it off. And then we tried it on a couple of our old vinyls, and it, it actually it worked really good. So it was pretty cool. That's cool. I don't have any vinyl anymore, nor do I have a record player. So mm, yeah. That's another thing you have to do. Tune to the record. Yeah, that's true too. Um, so Chong said he's still, I still catch myself playing things I learned back in my teens wrong. And I do too. Cause there, there's songs that I learned 30 years ago or more, but I've never gone back and. Right. So you've been playing in the same way for 30 years. And if it was wrong, a part was wrong. You've been playing it that way. It's just the way right. it is. Right. Cause that, you but know, I definitely, yeah, but I definitely catch myself sometimes hearing a song on the radio that I've played a million times and be like, Oh, oh I, yeah, wait, I don't do I don't that. Do that. I, oh, yeah. oh. Uh -huh. and, and I've done that a lot. Like went back and relearned songs that I learned a long time ago. So yeah, what's funny is you play with a band regularly and you play the same song and then you learn it different. Like you said, Oh, I did playing that part wrong. And then you go to the gig and play it. Right. Everyone looking at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, like that's how you play. That's the tone like, that's not like right. That. Well, yeah, like, that's yeah, right. that's right. That's I've been playing it wrong for 10 years. That's the right way now. And lyrics go, too. Go back to playing it wrong. Lyrics too. Like, uh, yeah. Yes, singing, making up your own words to stuff that you think it is. <laughs> See, so, yeah. So, James Smith said he learned Yes to Steve, Steve Howe's Mood for a Day by picking up the needle up and down on the vinyl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I would like, I, the songs I remember most learning with vinyl were the Iron Maiden songs, which was that, that was, you know, not really easy. And I learned those with vinyl. And the way I would do it was I would just let it play and I would just play through and not, if I made a mistake, I would just keep going. Right, right, right. And, which was a very valuable way to learn because it, it's real life the way yeah. it is. If you're it's at like, a gig yeah. and you make a mistake, you got to just keep going. It doesn't, you yep. can't look back at your mistake. Um, so that was a good way to learn. But I'm, I'm amazed that I was able to learn, especially the maiden stuff, like as much as I was able to learn just by listening to records like yeah i used to listen to cassette tapes and at that time i had a job where uh, i was outside working a lot and unattended like you know we were doing a bunch of maintenance work and, and different lawn things not mowing lawns but doing different like things where i had a lot of time where i was behind a machine or on a machine so i used to just play whatever tape in my, you know a walkman you know, right. and just listen to it over and over and over and over again because it would just play side A, side B, you know, side one, side two, side one, side two. Like I remember listening to Queensryche, like for a while, I only had Operation Mindcrime. So for like three months, I listened to Operation Mindcrime like every day. Okay. You know? And we never played any any Queensryche. But if, but if we had, you know, I just listened to it because I liked it. But it oh, had, it's a great album, yeah. Yeah, but if we had to play any of those songs i could be like you know if we we're at a concert and all of a sudden scott rockenfield got sick and couldn't play it i could raise my hand and be like i could play the whole record like perfect like note for note exactly the way it is i've always had that fantasy yeah i listened to it a billion times you know i've always but, had that fantasy of, of going yeah. to a big rock show and like the bass player is hurt does yeah. anybody play bass? Yeah. yeah 
The closest thing that I think is Dave Grohl just bringing random people up on stage to play with the Foo Fighters, you know? Right. And he gets some amazing, talented people, you know, and kids and st- the kids that own it and kill it. And it's just really, right. you know, it's cool. But yeah, so it's definitely a different world now, right? For learning things. I mean, it couldn't be any easier or more transparent, right? And the take to leverage technology for this, you know, the good of, of learning music like that. I mean, that, that's huge. So I, I can't see how anybody would knock that when it's such a great instrument, a great it's tool. A, it's such a great for, tool. It enhances. And when you use it for live performances, it really enhances the show and people but, like it. And, yeah, but think and, of how many people called in Steve and said they just, they practice with it or they use it as a tool, not oh, even, yeah. on, not even on stage. You know, they just use it for their own Perfect. dissecting of parts. Right. It's, it's, right. It's Glenn Farley's perfect. here. He said, what's up, Tony and Steve. What's hey. up, Glenn? What's up, Glenn? We were just talking about you a little while ago, yeah. Glenn. You're going to have to wait. Till this, the live part is over, and then watch the replay to hear what we said about you. Yeah, it's all somewhat it's, good. It's it's juicy. You'll love it. And Chonk is here too. Chonk and Glenn are good friends now. They, they were they were talking shop at at the uh, at the Gold Strike Casino in Tunica. Um, so yeah, uh, um, I, I love having uh, new tools. I love discovering these new things. And I love these ambitious p- people, entrepreneurs out there that are creating these apps for musicians. And I'm finding so many all the time, finding new products and finding new apps um, all the time. So we're going to have yeah. more uh, more sponsors going forward uh, of people. That will, uh, that, and, cool. and I'm picking stuff, you know, we're picking stuff here that is really helpful for you guys. Like we, anybody that's followed this show since we started, we don't bullshit anybody. Tony and I are both uh, working musicians. We've done this for a long time and, you know, we're not going to try to screw you around, you know, cause we we're out there doing this too. And we want to make sure that, uh, you, you know, you guys are getting the best stuff, the best information and everything. Yeah. And that's why we call it the wisdom hour. Cause we really like to impart as much stuff that we know to you. Um, and, and we learn from you too, but we definitely want to uh, make sure that we're, we're, giving the best that we can uh, of everything so any any sponsors we have it's they're legit so definitely check them out you know yeah we're not stockbrokers that are you know have a podcast about music (laughs) right i mean like you said we've both been doing we're not and the whole the whole purpose of wisdom hour like you said was to just to share motivation and enthusiasm and and things all music related and and to try to help people to see things that maybe they don't know about. Like you said, like I didn't know about this app before you brought this up. I've, I've heard of, you know, a dozen other ones, but I never heard of jam zone. Now I'm definitely going to go check it out. So, you know, same thing. Like we try to bring things to our audience that are, are relevant and that's going to help them, you know? And, uh, you know, in in an honest opinion of, of when someone asks us about something, right? Like, you know, we've, you know, we always don't sugarcoat things. It's like, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. Here's why, here's why I don't, you know? Um, so it's a good community. And like you said, it's all about helping each other. And especially in 2022 now, you know, to push, push everyone further ahead in their careers and their enjoyment of music. And, you know, so they can enjoy the most that they can from their situation and their band and their, their musical friends and influences, you know? Right. And the paradigm is changing, uh, folks very quickly, especially with all the COVID stuff. And, um, you know, you really want to keep up with what's happening if you want to stay relevant and stay working, some people, you know, are just doing this for fun and they don't really care all that much. But I think there's a really, really good amount of people that do take it seriously and are looking for work and are trying to advance and are trying to learn and, and, uh, and love 
all of it, you know, love the journey. Like yeah. you were saying before, it's all about doing that. It's loving that the whole experience, not just really the destination, but having a good, and that was a great way to start the show. And, and it's a good way to end it too. Talking about goals, just having a clear goal. And I talk about this all the time is the most vital thing that you can have as far as anything in life. If, if you want to accomplish something, you need to be clear on what it is you want to accomplish. You need to have a clear, specific goal and because that clear, specific goal will inform the steps you're going to need to take to reach that goal. It's like a GPS. If you're, you know, you're, you're trying to get directions to somewhere, you put in the address that you're, that is the end <laughs> into the GPS. You don't put yes. like, like, uh, to the next block and then, then put the next direction in and the next direction in and the next, you put the end and, and the GPS tells you the directions to get there. So it's really kind of important for you in this new year. If you do want to have, if you do make resolutions or you do want to have achieve some things to have a specific goal and, and, all, it, yeah, and also yeah. visualize the the end like visualize the outcome right don't get so caught up in all the steps to get there but like you said as you're practicing or as you're working out you know like visualize that beach body that you want visualize you know how much better you're going to be on stage from practicing or whatever it is that you're doing you know don't get so hung up in the the you know i hope i'm practicing the right thing say to yourself I can't wait to you know see how much better I'm going to be in two months from now. Like, don't get caught up on in the minutia of of maybe second guessing what you're doing, right? Or I hope this is the right thing. Or oh, I'm working out. I really hope that this I get some results, and it's not like every other. You know, don't don't do that to yourself. You know, as you're working out, have that positive mind frame and visualize that the, the end result, right, in your crosshairs. So as you're enjoying the journey. You're, you know, as you're painfully working out and you don't want to do it, you know, you will want to do it because you have that visualization in your mind of this is what is, is going to be the end result, which is right. why I need to continue forging forward. Right. And feel it. Feel what it feels like to to reach that end result. That's really kind of the most important part of that whole thing, too. Yeah. Get into the feeling. What does it feel like to, um, uh, you know, play on that stage, play with that band, play those songs, make that amount of money? all those things you want to really kind of get into that feeling because that's also going to inform Absolutely. the steps you're going to take. Yeah. Um, and anybody, I, I didn't, I neglected to put this in the, the description, but uh, I did a, a, an interview with uh, the gigging, gigging something, gigging band podcast. Uh, I'm probably getting that name wrong. Um, but the link is, I put the link in cover band central Nice. on the page it's in the group it's on my timeline and uh it's with this guy jared judge and and he's a super cool guy and uh, i did the interview a couple months ago and he just released it this past week so uh, cool. anybody wants to hear me talk more than i just talked in the last hour you can go check that out but yeah, it kind of talked about my history and stuff and history of cbc and all that awesome good stuff to know too if you want to go check it out Mark brothers say uh stay healthy Yes, they help you too, brother. Yeah, I uh, hope everybody does. I, I don't know what's going to happen with all this uh, COVID stuff now. Yeah, it it's, seems like it moves. It's a fast-moving thing. Like it comes and it, it, you know it doesn't linger, but it's everywhere. So be careful out there. Like you said, you know, be safe and um, 
because, you know, I know plenty of people that are fully vaccinated and boosted and didn't even know they had COVID and, you know, tested positive for whatever reason. One of my friends was going on a flight and he tested positive and he couldn't go on his flight and had no idea he was even even had COVID. No symptoms. Nothing. So what did he do? Did he not take his trip? He couldn't. They had to cancel his flight. They wouldn't let him on. Uh, a he, he does he get a to, refund? I don't know. I didn't get that far into the conversation with him, but. Because um, I'm flying at the in a couple of weeks, and I, you know, I don't think I have COVID. I don't have. I feel fine right now. Right, but, but I'm going to have to go get a test. Yes, right? you are right. Exactly because when he got tested, and then like I said, another guy I knew was going in for like a pre-op COVID test, and all of a sudden, same thing. He's like, you can't believe it. I got COVID, and he had no idea he even had it. And he's yeah. around his family and his friends, you know, and like everything's grand old time. Like everything's fine, you know. I guess it's because unknowingly infecting them. So yeah, it's just crazy time. So just be safe. Try to be smart. You know, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's super contagious. So just, you know, like you said, you got to do your best to try to, to stay clear. Yeah. Stay clear, stay home and just download jamzone.com and play with that. Learn some songs and learn how to play a gig by yourself yes. with using this app. So, you know, don't worry about what other people's opinions are of backing tracks. Jamzone.com. Download it for free. Go check them out and tell them Cover Band Central sent you. If you have a, uh, you want to sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both, go to CoverBandCentral.com. You do that. That is also free. And if you, any complaints or suggestions or whatever, Steve at CoverBandCentral.com is how you can reach me and Tony. Uh, yes. And I do have travel insurance, Chunk. Thanks for suggesting that. Yes. Um <laughs> He's <laughs> that travel choice. Definitely. Um, so yeah, that's it for us this week. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And uh we will see you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.